What's up and welcome to Hope in the Margins, a podcast of Hope Community Church that is seeking to help you connect the hope of Jesus with your everyday life in the margins. So today, Chandler, I want to ask you about some, I don't know, I don't know if you'd say this is a list of questions or just like a an approach to discipleship, but it's something I'd heard from you to start with. But then earlier this week, I was in a worship leader huddle. There's like five of us in there. And we were talking about these questions that fall under these three categories, I guess. But but anyways, we, we can get to that. But the first time I heard about up, in, and out, up, in, and out uh, was from you. So I was just going to let you... Um, Fill me in, like where did that where did that come from, and like how is it beneficial to you, and like how how do you use that kind of concept? Yeah, for sure. Well, I can say I certainly didn't come up with it. That's for <laughs> certain. Um, I'm really not even sure where I heard it first, but the idea is taking a look at Jesus's three main loves, his three main relationships, was that he has this upward relationship with the Father. Um, even in, in Luke 6, I think, you see him actually go up the mountain to spend time with the Father. And then he comes down the mountain, and he has this inward relationship with his disciples. And so for us, that's our community. Um, and then he also has this outward relationship with non-believers and people that he's living on mission with and that he's loving well and caring for well. And so... That's been helpful for me to think about in my life. Of I have those three main relationships as well. Mm-hmm. I have an upward relationship with the Father. That out of that relationship, out of the time I spend with Him, all others relationship, all other relationships flow out of that. So then I'm living in biblical community. That's the inward peace. Um, and then I I go out and I I literally be the church. And so maybe that might be helpful for us to to make that um, correlation for people of when we say at Hope Community Church that we want to give hope, create community, and be the church, we are essentially saying we want to reach up, in, and out. So we want to have this hope that is only found in time spent with the Lord. We want to live and create community. And then we want to go and be the church and live on mission. And so in my life, that's kind of how it's like, helps me to process like how am I doing in my relationships you know like I think in your huddle like you guys have like these questions that you ask around those and that's been that's been cool it's become a part of multiply even that like we're structuring things around that um so it's like a helpful discipleship tool even just just for my personal walk you know Hmm. yeah so that I mean yeah we um we kind of saw it in um from the through the lens of accountability yeah so for example the first question in each area just to give an example um do i make enough space in my week for prayer and uh so you know we uh, we didn't go through every single question but you know we we all kind of internally answered that question mm-hmm. and if it was a big one we we talked about it just because there's there's a lot of questions on this particular list i'm looking at but um, but that would be up. So like, do I make enough space, uh, for prayer with, you know, obviously we pray to God. So, 
you know, that's a relationship there. The in, inward thing is, do I love the flock? And I think, you know, like you said, it's easy to see that with, um, with give hope, create community. That's the second one there. So creating community and really putting in intentional, um, I guess, effort to, to our fellow believers and, right. uh, the people we serve along with and worship along with. And then lastly, character out the the first one is, says, "Do I have a heart for the lost?" And funny enough, I don't know if they rank like like put all these in an order, but like the the first question in each list, "Do I make enough space for prayer?" "Do I love the flock?" and "Do I have a heart for the lost?" Mm-hmm. I think those are even connected there. But like you said, it all flows out of the the first one, right. the, the relationship sure. with God. So yeah. So like so you're saying, as the college pastor, you're saying with within your um. Uh, your circle, I guess. Yeah, you got to spend time with with God, but then the inward thing. You're looking at your 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 leaders or your yeah. quote disciples, and building into that those relationships. Yeah, and even more than that, I would say like, uh, or in addition to that, I guess is. The like, regardless of if I'm in vocational ministry. Like for me, I I want to spend time with the Father. You know, I want to have this growing intimacy and this upward relationship. And then from that, like, I want to live in biblical community um, because I know that I need others. You know, mm-hmm. like I I'm dependent upon God, but I'm also like I'm in need of help, and I need people around me to to call me up and to help me and to to call me out on stuff. And so then from there like those are the people that also help speak truth into my life mm. that like i i can get overwhelmed in work or ministry and then lose sight of like man i just really need some people around me mm. that know what's going on in my mind in my heart they know how stressed i am they know how beaten up i feel and they can just speak life into my life um and then like the other part of this balance, um, which is it's kind of hard to like call it a balance, you know, because the upward piece should be so much greater than the other right. two. Right. Um, but that outward piece of like, hey, even in ministry, like, you know, the Great Commission is a call to make disciples, like, um, and and we're called to to share the gospel with the lost and to to reach people with the gospel, and so how am I living my life in such a way that non-believers are around me and that I get to share this hope of Jesus? Am I looking for those opportunities, um, looking for open doors, praying for that even? Um, because that's like, I don't know about you, but I've felt that frustration in ministry before of like, man, I can talk about these things and like I desire to equip people to be able to do that, but I get so wrapped up in day-to-day work and ministry that I'm like, man, just to be honest, like I'm not, I'm not around people that look any different than me. Mm. You know, I'm not around any people that maybe don't believe what I believe. Everyone around me just looks the same and how, (laughs) just to be honest, how boring that is at the same time, Mm. you know, it's valuable, but like, I want to fulfill the great commission. Like I want to go and make disciples and share the gospel with people that don't think the way that I do and don't look the way that I do. Um, aren't even a part of church maybe, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Well, and I think just listening 
to you say all that, I mean, like, we've been talking for nearly eight minutes about this idea, this up, in, and out thing. But, like, to apply it um, in our lives, I think, is simple because it's three things. Three things are usually easy to remember. So, like, every – say you wake up every morning and you're disciplined enough to – to you know, last time we talked, we talked about the first 15. Yeah. Um, last episode. And so the first 15 minutes of your day, if you're – you know, able to be disciplined enough to, to pray, like you can pray for God to, you know, um, or, you know, our dependence on him, that's up, Mm -hmm. uh, for our, our close circles, whether that's family or just really close, um, relationships or maybe the ones you're discipling. And then there's the, the, I guess the, the majority of the people you interact with, that's the out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but to apply it, I mean, you just think about, that particular day you know i think god god is sovereign and has a plan and eternity is a long time right but i think i don't know i wonder if when god transcends into our confines of time if maybe he doesn't care about like planning so to speak Mm -hmm. of course it was like his plan all along that jesus would come however many thousands of years later and and uh and redeem all of create all of mm. you know humanity and but like you never see Jesus running anywhere and you were just talking about like when you get so beaten down with the rush or the just the weight of doing things you need those people around you right but like maybe every day we wake up and we just kind of slow down and think about okay what's what's the the biggest part of the up, the biggest part of the in, biggest yeah. part of the out, maybe. At most, let's just plan out the week. <laughs> let's stop planning out months at a time. Let's yeah, start stop sure. planning. I told, I sent my wife a, a text last week, and it had something I would like to um, to do to improve our house. Um, and I put like tentative date, like May of twenty twenty four. I know that's ridiculous because you know who knows. And she's like, she's like, we don't know if we're gonna be living here next year, or next month. Who knows, you know? Yeah. But um, but like in me, I'm like wrapping my my mind around these more expensive projects and stuff. And and uh, we were joking about it last night. How you know what good is it to plan that far in advance? But in my mind, like like I like right long term plans. Yeah. But maybe I mean God just He created everything in seven six days. Yeah. I think did somebody say that on Sunday? Where did I hear somebody say they said God can do more in six days than we can in seven? Who said that? I don't Was that? I don't remember where I, where I heard that. But I mean, so much so true. Yeah. And we don't depend on Him um, <laughs> like we should. But like, yeah. I mean, my whole point is just say slow down. Just look at the three things. And people's salvation is, you know, so much more important than anything else we're going to do. Yeah. And so if, if that's at the forefront of our minds, then who cares what happens in May of 2024 yeah. as far as <laughs> right. home improvement <laughs> and stuff goes. Yeah. You know? And that's but, what, yeah, like, I don't think that we could stress enough the importance of the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that upward piece because... Like you, like when you're describing that, I'm thinking of Psalm 23. He's the cup that overflows, you know, that like he, he fills my cup up, you know, that like he's the spring of living water. Um, and when I think about that, I think, man, like literally everything in my life flows out of that. Like I, 
I can't slow down if I don't slow down enough to, to listen to him yeah. and to spend time with him. I can't live in biblical community well. I can't be a, a faithful follower of Jesus if I'm not spending time with him. I can't live on mission. I definitely, you know, like I can't change anyone's heart or mind. You know, like what good would it do if, if the Lord wasn't in it? Um, and so, like, just as I think about my life, I think about that health comes from that you know like mm-hmm. a, a spiritual health emotional health it it almost always comes from this time that I've spent with the Lord um, and praying in that 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 it would be fruitful that he would allow me to have fruitful relationships and community but also give me opportunities to live on mission I love like the picture of up in and out because now, every time I read scripture, I start to see it everywhere. Yeah. Like I see it in Acts 2, 42 through 47, when we're introduced to the church, like that they do these things. Like they, yeah. they devote themselves to prayer and ministry of the word. Like there's this upward peace that they're living together. It's just they have all things in common. Yeah. Yet they really had, you know, one thing in common. Right, right. <laughs> Those that they well, the, following. the Greek word koinonia, I don't know if it's in that particular I don't know if it's from Acts 2 exactly, but that's the idea. You know, right. koinonia is like what we roughly translate to community. Yeah. But it's really way beyond what we know in America as community. We think of community, oh, they, they're my neighbor. They live down the street. They're in my neighborhood, right. whatever. But like community is like, no, you live you live and breathe with these people. You know, right. and so. It's common unity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Together because of their love for Christ. When, when, when one Okay, so sorry, we got cut off. Uh, where were we? Where were we in this conversation around yeah. up in and out? <laughs> we're talking we... about up in and out, and um, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were getting to like looking at Acts 2. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Acts 2, that they have these things in common, they're a part of this community, but then they also go and they sell all that they have, and mm-hmm. then we see that the Lord ends up adding to them day by day Mm. and so there is this missional piece there's this outward piece Mm. and then as we get to Acts 6 that language actually shifts from addition to multiplication and so we see the mission continually progress and so I was even thinking like maybe a a challenge for our people and for us is to to think about those three things like how am I doing in my up in and out like um, am I living a balanced life in that sense? Or have I always just belonged to this group of people that has become so inward focused that we look like a clique yeah. or we look like this holy huddle? Or are we actually going to live on mission and love each other, love others that, that don't look like us? Um, and then all, obviously like that upward piece, a check in there is always helpful oh, yeah. of what's that look like for us. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, you know, when you were saying that, I you even think about how the way, I mean, I don't do this with, this is not my full intention. It's just like, it just kind of happens. Uh, the services we we have on Sundays, I mean, even youth on winter, Sunday nights now, um, you have upward pieces, right? We sing, we worship God, like we pray, um, read scripture, but like we have in, inward stuff too that happens. Um, whether it's shaking somebody's hand in the lobby or, um, 
you know, just a, just a small conversation or whatever it is. Maybe it's encouragement. But then, you know, we close out the service with go and be the church. You know, I mean, like that's it's all part of that. So like like you're saying, it's all, yeah. all throughout Scripture. You see that in in the New Testament church. You, I mean, I think you even will see that. I mean, go go back to the Exodus. You see Moses going to God. You see um, sometimes community happening. Yeah. Uh, among the Israelites, and then you see, um, you know, them going out, and I mean, I, I guess it looks different, Old and New Testament, but still, right. I mean, there's still those propon- those components there. Um, but so, and I was thinking too, and uh, I was going to ask you, is there one that's most challenging? I'll just leave it at that for now. Like, which one of those up, in, and out is the most challenging part of life? Because then I'll ask another question, maybe. Mm. For me, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, that, that's what I'll say is right. that like I feel like everyone's gonna be different, right? In different seasons of life, it's gonna be different ones. Yeah. Um, I kind of hit on this, but like, um, like I would lean towards saying because of the busyness of life, sometimes the, the outward piece, hmm. uh, like like just being in ministry, yeah. you know, like, like I'm. I, just, I'm not trying to boast, but like I have a good routine of spending time with the Lord in the mornings, um, and so. What's well, I mean, but that's that's I don't want to say evidence, but like um, uh, something you've incorporated in your life that like helps you with that one area, right? Up for area. sure, for sure. So it's a good thing. Yeah, no doubt. And so then, like, as I said, like I've been frustrated at. at how little amount of time I get to spend with people that might not be believers. Yeah. Um, so that one for me, what about you? Yeah, I think um, I think the in and out are harder than the up for me. And I think that that might not be the best thing or the best uh, um, answer to have. <laughs> uh, I, I thought recently, like, what... If I was, if I were to become a monk, all right, there's, there's no out. Oh yeah. There's very minimal in because it's all up. Is that a bad thing? Like, do I think monks are bad people? No, I actually don't. Like I have high respect. Like that's super cool. I think for someone to feel like they're called to that, I guess. I don't know if you can be called to the monastery. I don't know. But you know, I'll probably never be a monk. Maybe that's where the Lord is calling you. (laughs) Dude. I think about I Enneagram think, ones are monks. <laughs> well, I was talking. I was talking to a guy this week. He used the term loner. He's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm a loner. I don't put a lot of effort into, uh, you know, hanging out with people and stuff." But like, I'm like, I get that. Like, I want. I'm a homebody. You know, like, yeah. I just want to be with my wife and two kids. Like, that's cool with me. Which okay, I think it's a good thing. But maybe I need other people in my life. Okay, right. so I think. I think maybe the in one is uh, is tougher for me than out. If I had to, right? Yeah, in's Google. tough because there's a certain level of vulnerability that you yeah. have to have in the inward piece too. That at least maybe it's, I mean, it's not just a guy thing, but that's hard to do yeah. as well um, for people to actually see the real authentic you. Oh yeah. Um, like sometimes it's just a select few of people, you know. It's not a right. community group that gets to see everything, you yeah. know. Um, but I mean, I mean, going going back to that, I know COVID has been so crazy. Before COVID, my community group was meeting regularly, and like, 
we weren't sharing our deepest, darkest secrets with each other or anything like that, but we did have a level of um, transparency with each other that, like, I mean, it really did feel different. Like, yeah. I have a, a, a certain level of uh, intimacy or, or a deep relationship with, with someone in my community group that I don't necessarily have with, like, people, like, fellow staff members here at church, you know? Right. Um, it's just different because mm-hmm. when you work with somebody, you know, that's a particular type of relationship, I guess. But yeah, um, hmm. but yeah I mean, yeah. do you think do you think that the seasons change, though, and the answer to that question also changes? Oh, so, yeah. like, certain season, the up part is really difficult. For which sure. Which is kind of crazy, though. Yeah. Because you would think that everything would flow out of the up, but sometimes I think you're, like, just killing it. You're... You're waking up every day sharing the gospel with somebody new every day. People are getting saved left and right. Yeah. But you're like, you started your day at 5 a.m. evangelism, you know, and like you, right. you didn't do your quiet time or whatever. Like, yeah. Well, and I that's where, I don't know. I guess I, I haven't really fleshed all that out in my mind, but it makes me think like not all things are seen. You yeah. know, like even the health of a person or a business or a church, like, the roots determine the health of that. Like, we can't see that necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, maybe in different seasons, it's like, it might appear that everything's going great, um, but it might not be. Or, it might appear that there's just something that we need to grow in. Hmm. And then, like, over time, in different seasons of life, the Lord's going to cause us to grow in or reveal to us that we need to grow in them. Right. Um, well, and I, and I think we can wrap up with this, but I mean, yeah. I think... Maybe we, we do part two next week. Well, yeah, true. We could easily do that. I think, uh, I mean, for, for listeners, a way to... I don't I don't want to say you should apply this up, in, and out philosophy or strategy or whatever, but just consider it, you know, as far as the week goes. Like, okay, yeah. this week, every day I'm going to start with... Um, with prayer, you know, talking to God, the, our creator. Uh, and then, you know, what, what people around you do you need to um, encourage or just let pour into you maybe? And then lastly, look for those opportunities for, um, you know, people in your circle of influence that, that need to hear the gospel maybe or yeah. just need to be shown the love of Jesus through, through actions, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. That's a good application. Well, we love it. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Go and be the church. Thanks for listening. We hope that you walk away with more hope in Jesus and feel equipped and empowered to give hope, create community, and to be the church.